Welcome to the Between the Scan podcast, your on-the-go source for imaging trends happening in the healthcare market. Whether you're commuting into work, on break, or just winding down for the night, Shared Imaging has got you covered with the latest and greatest in diagnostic imaging. I'm your host, Kristen Killian, and on today's podcast, we will discuss the importance of patient safety with Judy Fickey from Shared Imaging. Judy is the Director of Clinical Compliance, Safety, and Regional Operations. She is certified by the American Board of MR Safety and serves as Shared Imaging's MR Safety Officer. Join me in welcoming Judy to the podcast. Hi, Judy. Thanks so much for joining us on Between the Scans. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Kristen. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, we appreciate you being here, and we're excited to sit down and talk to you about patient safety, MR safety, and what Shared Imaging has put in place to put safety first and above all else. Now, well, it's- that's awesome because that's my favorite topic. <laughs> <Safety>. <laughs> hey, you're the expert, right? <laughs> well, it seems intuitive that uh, patient safety would be a top priority for the healthcare system. But uh, there are still numerous medical issues and adverse events taking place every year. I read in a study done by the Journal of Patient Safety that about 400,000 preventable deaths occur each year in the U.S. Now, that's a substantial stat. Could you give us a little insight into that stat and what shared imaging has done to improve patient safety and prevent incidents from happening? Absolutely, um, Kristen, and 400,000 preventable healthcare deaths are too many. That is very alarming. Um, At Shared Imaging, we're aware of that magnitude and the issues, and we strive to put process and safety measures in place to prevent injuries and death. Uh, For example, we have posted on all of our units where the patients in the areas that the patients are injected, uh, with contrast or radioisotopes, um, we, we put on there the five R's. And it's a reminder for the, the technologist to look at as they're caring for the patient, um, do I have the right patient? Do I have the right drug or medication, if you will, what the contrast? Do I have the right contrast or radioisotope that I'm about ready to inject? Is the time correct? Am I injecting at the correct time? Do I have the correct dose? Do I have the correct route or the right route? So we call those the five R's. Um, We also have things on there that say, you know, did you get your consent form signed? Did you check the labs if needed? So these are just all things that are right there where the technologists are working to help them remember, oh, wait, let's take a time out. Let's make sure I have the right patient. Let's make sure I have the right medication or the right drug that I'll be injecting um, so that we can prevent those wrong injections or wrong medication um, uh, injections, if you will. We've also uh, put gate belts on all of our systems to help our team maneuver and help patients maneuver and walk between, you know, their wheelchairs or their their gurneys onto the onto the um, table or help them get up. It's it's been uh, we just don't want the patients, you know, pulling on our technologists. We don't want the 
the techs, you know, pulling on the patients. We don't want patients falling. So the gate belts are something that is used in uh, nursing homes to help move patients. So we've also adapted that to help prevent injury of the patient and our and our team members. No, I love all of those uh, procedures that you've put in place, especially not just from a patient perspective, but also, you know, from an employee perspective. And I love the alliteration of the R's. That's It, yes. it makes it so much easier to remember. <laughs> um, yes. And I need that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anything to make anything easier. So, Damn. Uh, right. Well, you know, I couldn't get away without uh, talking about patient safety without bringing the pandemic up since it's been top of mind for the past year and a half. So what do you think the pandemic has taught us about patient safety in our healthcare system? Well, patient safety is, again, always in the forefront of healthcare. However, we're seeing patients take a more proactive interest in their own health and safety. So they're using their mask, they're hand sanitizing, they're washing their hands, they're more cautious about what they touch, they're more aware of their environment and their surroundings. They're looking maybe not to invade somebody else's space, stay six feet apart. Um, and I think they're asking a lot more questions and getting more involved with, with their health and their wellness. And that's always exciting to see people yes. take interest in their own health and wellness. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. I do feel like there has been a shift in healthcare towards patients taking a more active approach in their health management. And it's not only in the healthcare environment, but also in their daily lives. So that's always great to see. And uh, now I do want to switch gears just a little bit because it's no secret burnout has been such a big concern regarding patient safety based on the number of hours healthcare per professionals have been putting in and the stress that they've endured over the past year and a half. Now, how are hospitals and more importantly, shared imaging addressing this and minimizing the risk on patient safety? So I've been doing a lot of reading on this as well. And one of the things that seems to be popular among healthcare is the comprehensive professional training, such as uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, this is a stress-reducing activities um, such as mindfulness, group activities. Um, the implementation of work hour limitations is another example of steps being, being put into place to help reduce burnout. Um, one of the things that shared imaging has done, we like to send out little safety reminders once in a while. And one of just like the five R's, this one was this reminder was titled Take Five. Hey, you got and, great names. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be catchy so you remember yes. them. But if you say if you say five R's to anybody in our field staff, they know exactly what you're talking about. The take five is the same because so often we're we're in a hurry, we're running late, we have, you know, patients waiting for us. We're distracted. We're in unfamiliar situations. Many of our, our team work in different locations every day of the week. So, you know, we, we put out a, a safety reminder that says, take five. When you find yourself in that situation, take five. So take five minutes to relax and refocus. 
Uh, take five deep breaths. Let's get the blood flowing through your brain through the through that deep breathing. Um, take five seconds. Stop and take five seconds. You know, do a timeout. Look around. You know, are there cabinets open? Am I going to hit my head on something? Am I working in a really confined space where, you know, how can I do this without getting injured? Um, am I missing any steps for my patients? You know, just stop and take take five. Um, take five next neck flexion and extensions to re I mean, so often we have so much tension that we keep yes. in our neck and shoulders that so take, you know, take five neck extension uh, flexions to get those knots worked out. Um, and the last one was take five laps, whether you're working in the office, you're um, working in the hospital, you're working in a remote location, you know, take five laps around the office, take five laps around the, the unit, the mobile system, take five laps around the hospital, take five laps around the block, whatever it <laughs> is, but just get out and get, get your, like your thought process refocused so that you can move on um, and, and take excellent uh, care of your patients. I, I love that initiative. And I think most of us can agree, especially most of us working from home lately because of COVID, that you really do benefit from taking five. And we need a little bit of that in all of our lives. <laughs> I mean, my watch tells me to breathe all the time. and. <laughs> And I, I mean, just that reminder is it, so beneficial because it just helps you recenter yourself. And you didn't think a watch would be so <laughs> helpful in those times, but staring at a computer or doing, you know, what, uh, scanning patients and everything that, that definitely needs to be recentered and everything like that. So I think that's a great segue into our next topic, which is uh, artificial intelligence and how it's playing a bigger role in healthcare. It obviously benefits such as automation and streamlining tasks to improve efficiency and accuracy, which benefits not only the patients, but also the radiologists. So in your opinion, Judy, how do you think artificial intelligence can improve patient safety? So, Artificial intelligence can help automate some of the processes that can be removed from the workload of the healthcare providers. And anytime you remove workload from the healthcare providers, they have more time to focus on patients and safety, Agreed. which um, is what healthcare providers join the field to do. You know, they they want to take care of patients and they want to safely take care of patients. So anything that can be added to their pro, you know, to, that can be automated, that takes some of that process away, it just gives them more time to focus on their patients so that there's a better patient experience and a better patient outcome. Yes, it definitely seems like healthcare has warmed up to the idea of artificial intelligence and that we'll see artificial intelligence technologies uh, continuing to expand over the next year. All right, now that we've addressed patient safety and healthcare as a whole, let's turn around to the focus of um, MR safety and be, given it's your specialty, what's the important uh, thing that you want our listeners to take from this uh, when it comes to MR safety? 
the magnet is always on. That is like the first thing that I always say to anyone that asks me about MR safety. So even when the system is not in use, uh, we're, we're used to seeing um, imaging procedures like CT or x-ray where when you push the button, um, you know, and the, the, the x-ray or the scan is going on and then it stops and all the, now, now the radiation has stopped. Mm. So, it, but in MRI, the magnet is always on. It doesn't matter if we're scanning a patient. It doesn't matter if the computer's turned off on the mobile system. It doesn't matter if it is being transported to its next location. That magnet is always on. So that is why um, it's so impatient or it's so important, excuse me, it's so <laughs> important for patients to understand and uh, be aware of why we ask them to change, you know, why people can't come into the uh, MRI suite with them, or if they do, why we're asking the same questions as the patient and asking them to empty their pockets, change into um, hospital gowns and things. Um, you know, we used to tell patients, oh, just wear your sweatpants, your workout pants, um, your yoga pants, but even, even now, those things are, you know, they have uh, moisture wicking material now in the majority of your, your workout um, and your workout clothing, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, your workout clothing. So even that is uh, or could be an issue when entering the MRI system. So that just for the patients to just be um, aware of why we have to be so diligent and ask them so many questions before their exam. That's an interesting takeaway, Judy, because I mean, I know whenever I go to the doctor's office, I want to be comfortable, especially if I have to get scanned and <laughs> exercise and athleisure is the way to go. And now that everything is uh, moisture wicking, I, I can't even imagine. I'm glad that you, you said something about that because I wouldn't have thought of that myself. Um, right. And I do have to say, uh, the magnet is always on. We know it. Dave Stokowiak <laughs> brought it up in his last GE podcast with us. And so it is resonating with your fellow <laughs> shared imaging folks. <Yay>. So <laughs> I just wanted oh, to let you know. It... <laughs> Thank you. And it's really interesting. I know we were able to take a tour of the MR coach and seeing that light that the uh, magnet is always on. Uh, it was just a nice reminder. I know uh, as a patient, you don't always think about that. But even what, as a radiologist, you get so wrapped up in your work, that little reminder of that light is so beneficial. And the, that, that lit sign at the entrance of the MR suite, um, that was actually developed between the MR safety gurus in the fire department because if if the fire department is called uh for a fire the first thing they do and and this is i don't know this firsthand i'm not a firefighter but this is what <laughs> i've been you know this is what i've learned um that the first thing they do is cut the power so by by having that battery backup um light at the scan room when they were they were to enter um, the coach or you know the hospital and they see that that lit sign 
they know that by cutting power did not turn that magnet off. So that keeps them safe in the event of a fire because we certainly don't want them walking into the MR suite with all their their gear on oh, and correct. their you know all their tools in their hands. Yes, absolutely. Because they carry a lot. I definitely know. Uh, just having a husband that is a firefighter. Um, now that we're talking about the fire departments, I, I heard that you guys work with the local fire departments to put processes in place for those type of events. Yes. Can you go absolutely. into a little detail on I, that? I have. Well, before COVID, um, I had met with the local Streamwood um, fire departments to so they are so they would know we have MRs there at the at the facility at our um, home office in the warehouse if there were a fire to occur and they were called out you know here's what to look for on the MRs here's what you need to do um, so that I think that was very helpful to share that information with the fire departments but we also have a fire department notification. To, for our customers to share with their local fire departments as well to let them know, hey, there's a there's a uh, there's an MRI on site, and this is where it's located, and this is what would happen if there were if there was a fire that they were to respond to, they do need to stay out of that magnet room. The lit sign is on mm -hmm. because the magnet is always on, and we want to make sure they stay safe. Yes, and uh, you heard it here, folks. Make sure you're reaching out to your local fire departments and sharing what processes you have in place. Um, now, I know it's not just me, but everybody listening want, is wondering, uh, what is the most dangerous aspect of working in an MR environment? So the most dangerous is the, um, is the magnet itself. It's, it's very powerful. And to... We often show, well, actually in our, in our MR safety uh, training, we show an ICU bed, which I don't know how much they weigh, but they're, they're very heavy. And there is a picture of an ICU bed that's stuck to the front of an MR system, and it's actually suspended off the floor. So that's how powerful the, the magnet is. Wow. It will... And, it, and it's silent, too. So by the time, if you walk into that room and you have something that is um, metal or will the magnet will attract, by the time you realize that you, you shouldn't have it there, it's too late. Oh, so wow. it, the magnet is very unforgiving. Um, and again, that's why we're so diligent about what can go through that door. So the most dangerous is the is the magnet itself. However, that's the not the most common injury in MRI. Oh, really? What is common, that? Yeah, the most common injury is burns, and that is from um, people can get burns from contact on the inside of the the machine. That's why we put pads between the skin and the side of the machine. Um, Skin-to-skin -skin contact can also cause uh, cause burns. It does. It's like if your if your finger is touching your thigh, it actually could cause cause a burn. So again, we make sure that 
uh, we're making sure there's no skin-to-skin contact when the patients are being scanned. But we talked about that moisture-wicking clothing yep. a minute ago, and that has um, that can cause burns as well. And not only that, but there's actually clothing that's made with magnetic or um, some type of um, metal or magnetic thread. Mm-hmm. Any, if it's silver or shiny, not silver, I shouldn't say silver, if it's shiny or metallic-y or, you know, it shimmers, um, most likely there's actually been documented cases that um, there was a blouse that caught on fire oh inside gosh. the MR system with the, with the patient wearing it. Um, so, again, this is why the, community, the MR community is moving towards every patient gets changed into a hospital gown because the the clothings are or could be could be dangerous to wear during during the MRI um, MRI procedure and then the other thing is um, occasionally there's been some burns that's caused because it loops a wire um, around the wrist or finger sometimes patients need to be medicated to have the procedure done mm-hmm. and so if they're if they're medicated, you know, sometimes they need monitored and technologists and um, the monitoring staff need to be very cautious on where all those loops of wires or those wires are. Make sure that it's not looping around any fingers or wrists. So that that's the most there, there's a lot going on on it on, in the MRI suite. But, um, yeah, we we are diligent to to make sure that we're not causing burns and we're not letting any metal or metallic objects in into the uh, scan room. Wow, that's that's great. I you know the background that you just gave us, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes with everything and it's been very insightful and you've given us a lot of key takeaways to bring back um, to our work environment and just in our daily lives. So I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today and uh, us learning more about patient safety and MR safety. And uh, thanks so much for all that you do, uh, all the knowledge you bring. And uh, we hope to uh, get you back on this podcast at a later date. Oh, well, thanks again for having me. And again, I'm talking about my favorite topic right now. So (laughs) It it definitely shows, Judy. So thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. A special thanks to Judy for sitting down and chatting with us today. And thanks to all of you for listening to Between the Scans. We hope you enjoyed the podcast as we explored the importance of patient safety and imaging and healthcare as a whole. As always, you can head over to sharedimaging.com for more information on the Between the Scan podcast. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcasts, please send them our way via info at sharedimaging.com. That's all for this podcast. See you next time.